glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to see every one of you this morning in the house of the Lord. And it's good to be with every one of you today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go into the Word of God here after a few, uh, just a few things I want to announce. Uh, it's good to see you. I know there are some people whose videos, uh, welcome videos came in last week or they came in, uh, the videos welcoming me came in a little late or came in and weather compound. Some of you are watching online. I know somebody called from Dallas because they didn't see their video played. So we're going to do, I've asked that the media team will put together every video that came and we're going to do uh, a play of it uh, maybe next Sunday. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to thank every one of you who um, have been faithful and consistent and uh, very supportive. And uh, I, I, I am honored and elated by the show of love. Like I told you, I'm still adjusting, uh, still adjusting in a lot of ways in my sleep pattern and just, you know, <laughs> the show of emotions and, 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 and stuff. But we praise God. Amen. God is glorified. Praise God. Well, um, for those of you who had uh, children you want to dedicate, uh, get ready. Let's get that done sometime before this month runs out. Uh, if you have not been water baptized, is there any of you here who want to be baptized or you haven't been baptized or you want to be baptized? Is there any of you here who is not baptized? That's a better question. Okay, so well, we're going to be scheduling water baptism. I need to be able to know we're going to be doing water baptism sometime here, uh, probably either the end of this month or first week of October, so we can get that knocked out. But before that, I want to be able to teach those specific people what, what baptism is, to understand what baptism is, praise God, and what it is not, what it is and what it is not. Just before I left um, the military base where I was, uh, we actually were having a baptism that weekend. Uh, that weekend, and uh, it was cool. It was it was good. Baptized some uh, the chaplain was baptizing some military people. In uh, it was very interesting, you know. Uh, it was in this civil engineering because the division I was in was the civil engineering division. So they baptized them in a. <laughs> um, let me look for the right word. You know what you guys call bulldozers, right? You know the 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 the, the back hole track hole. It's like this bulldozer, this bulldozer that you use to basically to break ground. You know to do excavate. It's like an excavator, but not exactly. It has this big thing, so they just basically put a, a top inside the table and inside the, the the lift and put water in it. That's where they were baptized. Hallelujah. Yes, that's cool. That's good. Amen. So if you've not been baptized, talk to Pastor Victor today, right after service. Um, let's get that, uh, let's start getting a head count and know what we're going to do. But we're going to do baptism here. Yes, uh, we did one, I think, last year before I left. We're going to do uh, baptism here. And this time around, it's not going to be cold water. I know the people who were baptized last time we were baptized, uh, it was cold water. We, we had to replace our water heater right after that because the water was so cold. Uh, but it was good. You know, those who were baptized, if you were sleepy, they woke up. <laughs> and they knew 
they can tell you they can remember the time when we were baptized because they know how cold it was uh, but this one will baptize you not in hot water though you know in in in, in good water <laughs> warm water praise god hallelujah and uh, what again if i don't remember any other thing is there anyone here your birthday falls today anyone has a birthday today no okay good well without much ado let's go to the word of god if i'm forgetting anything please forgive me um but i would remember it's good to see you sister stacia mrs uh, ganawa sister grace it's good to see you brother walter and his brother it's good to see you good to see you all and for those of you whom i don't know yet oh by the way if you're a new member in the church and you we haven't met when i mean by we haven't met it's like we haven't talked i might have greeted you but we haven't really talked please stay right after service let me get to meet you uh, get to know you a little bit praise god i have a flight to catch right after service but i want to stay and get to know you we'll catch up little by little praise god uh, we'll catch up little by little have some time to do some fun things get to know you know about your story and you get to know a little bit about me uh, i want to thank sister michelle come Yes, Michelle Jerome, come. I, last week I was talking about you, but you weren't here. Uh, by the way, Brother Walter, I presume that's your mother. Okay, Mama, please come. Let me. I know you've been welcome here. Uh, I know you've been welcome here. Let me, let me get to meet you. I can see all your sons are looking like you. <laughs> you know, I was looking. I was like, is that your sister? Is that you know? Then I look again. Welcome, Mama. God bless you. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you. I heard you came, and I pray that your time here is a blessing, and that we'll get to meet again a little bit. You have a beautiful mother. You should, you guys take care of her. All, all your faces and everything comes from her. Praise God. Sister Michelle, this beautiful sister. Um, I was talking about you last week. I was gossiping about you last week, but you weren't here. So, you know, um, I have an app on my phone that helps, you know, basically for security purposes, the cameras that are here. And I get alerts on them uh, a lot. And uh, I disabled the alerts for some time. Uh, but every morning, every morning, I think it's like Friday mornings, I'll get alerts just when I'm in class. And uh, when I try to disable something, I'll see Sister Michelle walking around cleaning. And it had become so consistent, I would just... Uh, look forward to that channel and unfailingly she comes every week every Friday morning first thing in the morning she's here to clean this place and she does it thoroughly and that's coming straight from work working at night you know are you hearing me somebody I just wanted to highlight that to say that you know uh, when I saw it sometimes I'll just be praying for you because it says let your work, uh, let your, you, you know, you do work that nobody sees. And your father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. I was seeing it. But again, I'm not able to reward you. I can pray for you. And it's not just her. Where's Sister Grace? Sister Grace, is, she's, she's with the children. She's with the children. Sister Grace too, so I I didn't want to leave Sister Grace out, you know, because sometimes people are too close to you, you forget to highlight. But both of them, you know, it's two of them consistent. Now, I'm not saying that the only ones who do things here, but I'm saying these are the ones I have seen. And I wanted to highlight it to your, to know that 
why you come to church every day. You come, sit, beautiful seat, clean seat, and everything. Clean bathrooms, clean restrooms. By the way, men and women, please, make sure, particularly men, you know, we have uh, this, you know, we make sure you aim, aim, <laughs> aim well. So you don't, you don't, you don't make these young women clean uh, what they should not be cleaning. Okay. Uh, I, I, I heard that our urinal broke down. We're going to get it. I mean, we just installed it, but we're going to get it, you know, taken care of that way. Uh, men, you can spare them from uh, some things. Yeah. Aim well. Uh, in, in, in the Air Force, we say aim high. <laughs> aim well. Praise God. Thank you so much for all the work you do. I pray that God blesses you, expands you, enlightens you. You know, one thing about God and about the cleaning that you do while you're doing that, that's how God is cleaning a lot of stuff in your life. You know, taking good care of you and beautifying your life. Praise God. Amen. So, uh, church, just in appreciation, stretch forth your hands towards her and just pray for her. Ask that God bless her. Just, Lord, we ask that you bless your daughter, Michelle, in grace for the good work that they've been doing consistently and faithfully. And Lord, we'll be careful to give you the glory and honor. Lord, the things that they cannot do for themselves, do for them. The things that they believe you for. Lord, release angels and send men that even when they sleep, in the secret, things are working on their behalf. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, now when I was thinking about Michelle, I thought about something. Miss Odelia, Dr. Odelia, come. By the way, if you don't know, I'm already preaching, okay? This part of my preaching. It's, preaching is just basically to show you the word of God in, in practice. So Dr. Odelia, oh, your beautiful outfit. Yes. This is, this is typical Cameroonian. It's not just African. It's typical Cameroonian. Yeah, this is a Cameroonian, uh, how do they call it? Is it Togo or something like that? Yes. So, yes, this is typical Cameroonian. Yes. So, uh, yes. So she's representing today fully, not just African, but Cameroonian. You see this anywhere, you know this is Cameroonian. There are two outfits that are distinctive and uniquely Cameroonian. This is one of them. The other one, it's a red and a different color. But, um, I thought about Sister Michelle when I saw, I'm just telling you some things that was going on in my mind and in my spirit, you know, while, while I was gone. Because you get a chance to reflect a lot, right? So I was gone and I saw Michelle consistently coming, consistently coming and doing this work. I was thinking, how did Michelle get here? How did she get here? And she's been very consistent. You know, because sometimes people, it's easy for somebody to sign up for volunteer and you have to bring people. Sometimes you get here alone. She was doing it with Sister Grace. I think their schedules because of school kind of changed. So um, she still faithfully does it alone. And Grace comes in on her own days faithfully without somebody prompting them. You know, some people are not in church today because they didn't get a reminder. Somebody didn't prompt them. Somebody didn't call them and pray for them and beg them. I say, please, are you coming today? And we pray for you, please. And please, you know. Okay, I'll come give you a ride. No, these ones do it on their own, with their own gas money. They spend their money sometimes in buying supplies and they come. So I was asking, how did she get here? And my mind came to this young lady. Yes, my mind came to this young lady here who brought her and uh, who had how long had you invited Michelle to church tell us about Michelle over three years <laughs> yeah I mean we work together I've been talking to her for like almost three years 
then it got to a point I realized that what we we can say a lot of words but how we make people feel it transformed their lives so I changed my approach so instead of talking I just make her feel loved and feel welcome then someday she just showed up she just showed up someday on her own without another invitation and she showed up and she hasn't left she showed up and she found her place and she's worked diligently and faithfully you know without somebody saying thank you to her you know because it's easy when somebody tells you thank you right people are constantly telling you thank you oh you're doing great those mornings when she gets here like at seven or eight seven something in the morning nobody sees her coming from work tired and nobody says thank you but she was there consistent because an impression had been made on her by her or by god amen so i just wanted to highlight that god bless you and uh, you you will so this is part of my preaching let's go to the book of isaiah chapter so we know what we're talking about today we know what we're talking about today church it is your time to shine where's emmanuel you have your notepad and your pen emmanuel you still don't okay um, is it Miss Galender? Miss Glender? Miss Glender, thank you. I see your notepad. Emmanuel, you and I are going to get in trouble. I told you today you should come to church with your notepad. Uh, this is the reason why. Because we need to find out what is it we are talking about today. It is your time to shine. Tell your neighbor it is your time to shine. Okay, look at the neighbor and actually talk to them. Tell them it is your time to shine. We are going to preach together today. Okay, we are going to preach together. You're going to be preaching to the person next to you. You're going to be telling them things, highlighting things to them. Um, it is your time to shine. It is your time to shine. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it is your time to shine? And by the way, are you meant to shine? You know, some people have, they apologize for shining. I don't. I don't apologize for shining. And I'm not going to cower down, you know, just shrink. So you don't feel uncomfortable around me for shining. I tried that several years. It's like, you know, in my life, I stand out in a lot of things. And sometimes when people feel uncomfortable because they think you are proud. Do, do some of you have that kind of problem? That some people around you always feel that you, you are too much? It's all right. I, I cannot help it. <laughs> it's okay. I, I had to be comf- I had to get to where I'm comfortable with myself, with who God has made me to be. Are you hearing me, somebody? I'm not going to diminish just so somebody can feel secure around me. So it is your time to shine. I want to provoke something in you and for you to rise up to be who God has called you to be. Isaiah chapter 61. So it's Isaiah chapter 60. From last week, it is your time to shine. Tell your neighbor, it is your time to shine. Tell your neighbor, the same neighbor, it is my time to shine. So don't get angry when you see me shining. No, tell them, tell your neighbor, 
Then tell your neighbor again now say, join me, let's shine together. You know, nobody has exclusivity over shining. Are you hearing me, somebody? You see, Isaiah says, God says through Isaiah, he says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Arise and shine, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Arise, shine, arise, shine. Arise, shine for your light has come. Oh, my light has come. My light has come. Glory. Hallelujah. I said, my light has come. It is my season of shining. Oh, and I'm not shining to diminish soon. I'm just going to be shining brighter and brighter. Yes, it is my season to shine. It is my time to shine. When you awaken to what God, to who God has called you to be, shining becomes a normal thing in your life. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2, verse 2 says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. In other words, if you are not going to shine, darkness will overtake you. It says, Behold, darkness shall cover the earth. Hear me, the world is getting darker and darker by the day. And the strength of light is revealed by darkness. Oh, you didn't hear me. How much light shines, darkness makes light brighter. You can leave this light out, take it out to the sun, just turn it on, leave it out there. You won't know that the light is on. There are some lights that are on constantly. You won't know until darkness comes. He says, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. So you either shine or darkness will overcome you. Deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You are exempted. Your life is exempted from the evil effects of deep darkness. Oh, you're not excited. You are exempted. Is it dark? There is darkness in this world. You don't know what man is capable of doing. You don't know what humanity is capable of doing. There are some... Oh God, oh God, oh God. There are some things you get exposed to and you know how wicked human beings are. You, you know the amount of wickedness. There are some things I, I saw, I don't want to talk about it here. I mean, I, I can't talk about it here. But there are some things that um, during my training I was exposed to. That if human beings, human beings are able to self-destruct in a week, there are things that can be triggered and everybody will be, the world will be wiped out in a matter of hours. Without any gun, without any ammunition being used. And until you activate the shining of God in your life, you become a victim of situations and circumstances. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Verse 3, 
the Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Kings to what? The brightness of your rising. Kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. Hallelujah. They shall come to the brightness of your rising. When you embrace who you are and you rise up, it begins to attract influential people, kings, to the brightness of your rising. Let me tell you this. Hear this. The strength of darkness is not that darkness is strong. The strength of darkness is because the light has refused to shine. The strength of darkness is not that darkness is strong. It is when the light refuses to shine or the light begins to think, shall I shine or shall I not shine? When you turn on the light switch here, it doesn't go fighting darkness. Please go, get out of it. No. When the light comes on, darkness runs away. When the light comes on, darkness automatically runs away. Some of you as Christians or as believers, you have covered down and just allowed darkness to overshadow your area, your environment. You have allowed darkness to seem like it has strength. But darkness has no strength. The strength of darkness is on the inaction of the light. Matthew chapter 5 Verse number 14. Jesus speaking out of somebody. Somebody will say, well, you know, uh, this is Old Testament. So let's go to New Testament. Or let's go to the words of the Lord. He said, this was Isaiah who said this. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. We're going to read this in two ways. I'm going to read it for you as what was being told. Then you're going to read it for yourself. So I'm going to read it for you. See what Jesus was speaking. He says, you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden you are the light of the world you are the light of the world so i want you to read it this way and i'm going to read it the way i read it and if you like it you can read it that way if not you can decide and and just sit quiet i am the light of my world I'm the city that is set upon a hill. I cannot be hidden. Nothing can hide me. Hallelujah. A city that is set upon a hill. In other words, you do not, you, you are not supposed to be hidden, be in obscurity. You are supposed to be, you are set upon a hill. I hear it be somebody. I am the light of the world. Do you believe that you are the light? Yes, I am the light. I have solution to problems. I overcome darkness. Wherever I go, darkness becomes uncomfortable. Darkness flees. Darkness flees. Some of you, you have um, this issue. You want everybody to love you. Jesus said, war is you. If everybody loves you and speaks well of you, war is you. War is you. You think darkness will love light? No. Some of you, you have a problem because people don't like you. It's, it's alright for some people not to like you. In fact, if everybody likes you, it means that you are not doing something right. That's deliverance coming to somebody now. I, I could feel it. 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 A young lady, you, a young lady, you say, oh, pastor, they don't like me. It's all right. As long as you are not nasty. There's a, there's a difference when people don't like you because you are doing something wrong. 
versus when they don't like you just because you are you if they don't like you because you are doing something wrong then go correct it but if you are being you you are doing the right things and they don't like you oh praise the lord you have joined the club you have joined you are in the, you are on the right path are you hearing me somebody it says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden you are the light of the world they didn't just say you are the light because you say well i don't know if i'm the light in our house or the light in my family or the light in the restroom i am the light of the world I don't only shine in the restroom. I shine everywhere. I oh, oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. It says you are the light of the world. So when you go somewhere, you do not just shine down and say, oh, you know. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the light of the world. So everywhere you go, as long as it is in the world, you're supposed to shine. Oh, you didn't. Every, I said everywhere. Now it doesn't matter who you are, how you sound, whether you have an accent or you have a color or don't have a color, whether you wear. It doesn't matter. You are the light. If you believe it, if you believe it, something is going to change about how you carry yourself, how you present yourself. Wherever you go, you know you are a solution. You are not a know-it-all. You are just a light. And you are not competing with nobody. Oh, there are many lights here. These lights are all shining. No one is telling you, okay, stop shining so I can shine. No, they are all shining where they are installed. Providing light in the world. So Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse uh, 15. He says, nor do they Verse 15. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a lampstand. And it gives light to all in the house. Some of you, you have put your light under the basket. You're covering it with clothes. Because maybe you were shining and people complained. You, you are this. You're just like, oh, sorry. You start apologizing. I used to do that. I stopped. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not sorry. I'm not. You see, you have to understand this. There are things you apologize for. And when you're apologizing, you have to be specific. It's not just polite to apologize. I'm sorry. Sorry for what? You have to be specific. I'm sorry if, or, or, or sometimes you hear this. I'll teach you one day about the right way to apologize. A lot of people don't know how to apologize. I'm sorry it's not an apology. What are you sorry for? You could be sorry for them. <laughs> hear this. Hear, and I say all of this, okay? Hear this. Let me deviate a little bit, but I'm going to come back to your season to shine. I have some time. Sometimes somebody will say this. I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not an apology. We ask. Oh, true. That's not an apology. I sh- I'm, I'm, it, is, it is all right to say that. It's all right. You can say that to somebody. But you're not apologizing, actually. I'm sorry you feel that way. I, I'm sorry for your feeling. And so you, you need to hear that. If I tell you I'm sorry you feel that way, I'm not apologizing to you. So I'm not telling you that I am wrong. I'm just simply saying your feeling is wrong. I'm sorry you feel... <laughs> Oh, you have got to understand. Communication has to be very clear. 
If I'm apologizing for something, now say I'm teaching you what I say I will teach you sometime. Some other time. Let me just give it because some of you need to learn how to properly apologize. Sometimes when you do something wrong, you just say, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? <laughs> Be specific. It is not everything you do that is wrong. You understand? You could have a disagreement. You could have a misunderstanding. There is a part that you are wrong. There is a part where you are right. So, I am sorry for this, this, and this. I'm not sorry for everything. Some of you say, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, how did we find ourselves there? Don't apologize for shining. Are you hearing me, somebody? I'm not sorry for shining. I'm sorry that you have not seen the light I'm bringing. <laughs> Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So we said that it is your season to shine and you've got to understand um, your season didn't start today. From when Jesus came, arise, shine for your light has come. And the reason why some people are not shining or why they haven't shined is because they have not a reason. The glory of God is guaranteed for every child of God. It is the distinguishing factor. It is the distinguishing characteristics in the life of everyone in Christ. It's called the God factor. And like I began to say last week, the word glory comes from a Hebrew word which means the weight, the heaviness of God. The importance, the difference of God. It's the weight of God's presence in a place, in a life, or in a thing. It brings about grandeur, beauty, honor, dignity, greatness in the career. And last week I began to talk to you about the donkey on which Jesus rode. The donkey on which Jesus rode. When Jesus was entering Jerusalem, the donkey didn't say, well, you know, I'm just a donkey. When they were saying, let's put the red carpet. They were not putting the red carpet for the donkey. They were putting it for the master. For Jesus, right? They said, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Guess whose head they were seeing when they were saying Hosanna. The donkey was in front. The master was just on top. The donkey was just going as they are. If they were blowing AC, the donkey was getting it. Whatever it is, they were saying, yes, yeah, hail the king. The donkey was, that is how you are. You are a carrier of his presence. Hallelujah. God doesn't share his glory. He doesn't want us to take his glory. But because Christ in you is the hope of glory. Now, don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong. When we take the glory of God is when we begin to ascribe glory to us. To ourselves. But God has no problem with you shining because of him in your life. The laborer must be the first partaker of the harvest. Hallelujah. So... The glory of God is His grandeur. It brings about dignity, honor, magnificence in the life of the one who is the carrier of His presence. Like I said again last week, unfortunately, most believers, many people who are called to live the life of glory or glorious life, they still wallow on in shame. Because you see, if the devil can keep you in darkness, he can control your life, he can defeat you. They still wallow in shame, in relative darkness, although they are light. They are the carriers of the light. 
Some people carry their light and put it under the bushel. They hide it. Or they get intimidated by people or by situations. I say, who are you to lift up your head? And you just go you back down. Because you tried to shine and people were sh- sh- shouting at you. And who do you think you are? I don't think. I know who I am. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, I don't think I know who I am. And I know who I am not. So when do you, who do you think you are? I don't think I am anything. I just know I'm the child of a king. My father is God. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. The Bible says the, he, the, the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth, it is footstool. He has given it to the children of men, to the sons of men. So I know who I am. Hallelujah. Favor is calling my name. Everywhere I go, things work together for my good. Didn't the Bible say all things work together for good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose? So I know who I am. Even when the devil means things for evil, I know it's going to work together for my good. Because I'm a child of the king. Because I love him. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So last week we began to talk about things that will increase your shine. So we talk about three things. And just to rehearse from those three things, I'm not going to go over them again, but I just want to know that you were here. Uh, for some of you, I see you came with your notebooks today. So what was the first thing out of the three things we talk about? I don't just want you to blurt out anything, but the first thing, knowledge. knowledge. Number one was knowledge. For you to increase your shine, you need to have knowledge. And what, did, what was the first passage we used? Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, which says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And it is a shame that it is God's people. God did not say these people. He said, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So if you lack knowledge of something, you will not benefit from it. If you lack knowledge of something, you will not benefit from it. <laughs> I was traveling one, one day, I'm going to tell you the story, it's funny, with one woman, older woman, we were flying together, I think we, I was making a transit in the, I don't know if it was Belgium or it was France, I think it was France, and uh, she was sitting by me, and she has traveled many times, because she had daughters in Germany, in, in, in Canada, in different places, and uh of course, you know, when it's, sometimes it's night travel, when you get in there, sometimes people just start sleeping. She didn't know that the food that they serve, she's entitled to food, to meals that evening. She didn't know. So we sat together. I was trying to talk to her. We, we kind of talk, you know, of course, we're respectful to older mothers. So I asked her, like, how are you doing? Do you want me to? She's like, oh, no, don't worry. I've been traveling. I've been traveling. You know, my daughter is here. I'm like, okay, I kept quiet. So they came and they served dinner that evening. And I saw how she was like. So I asked her, I said, do you want some? She's like, no, I don't have money. I said, no, it's not money. It's part of your. So I called the, the, the hostess. They came and gave her some. So she's like, oh, wow. So she ate. <laughs> then they came back with either coffee, the password coffee, uh, coffee or tea. You know, it's option, coffee or tea. 
that she wants. So they gave her coffee. I, now I was already done. So they gave her coffee. I don't drink coffee. They gave her coffee. She drank. They came again. You want wine? Or, you know. She said, yes. So which one? They said, anyone. So they gave her red wine. Now, this story is very funny. But it just shows you knowledge. If she didn't have knowledge, she would not benefit from those things that were due her. But the funny part of the story was when they came now with wine. Imagine her. She just drank coffee, right? Hot coffee, not long. So they came with wine. She took it. And she drank it. And before you know, she started sweating. <laughs> she started sweating seriously. But the thing I noticed was that she was trying to catch up on everything she had been missing before. So whatever was passing, so I asked her now, because she was beginning to fall. I said, I said okay, mama, do you want me to wake you up whenever they come with something? She said, please. I said, okay. <laughs> She was now beginning to catch up on what was hers. Let me ask you a question. She could have stayed hungry throughout the six-hour flight. What would be the problem? Lack of knowledge. So the part I was going to, she began to sweat profusely. She began to sweat. I saw she started on, you know, on doing her, the, the college wrapper, her materials. She started on. So I told her, so Mama, if you are feeling sweaty and you know, there's, I said there is water in the restroom. She didn't know there was a restroom there. So I had to direct her there. And then she came back. She said, oh, thank you. Thank you. The way she was thanking me is like I did something big for her. It was just what knowledge. Knowledge of what is available to her. That is how some believers are. They are suffering in pain, suffering in silence because they lack knowledge. Lack knowledge. So the way you will increase your shine is by increasing your knowledge. Praise God. Number two, I wasn't planning on doing this, but for the sake of some of you who were not in church last week and you did not watch online, so I, you know, Pastor Blaze comes back and, and help you teach. Because we're going somewhere, we have a lot more to finish today. Number two, what did we say? Number two was passion. 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 Or it could be zeal. And it is the zeal of the Lord that performs it. So there are a lot of passages for it. If you need to know this, go back online and watch from last week. Number three, we said it was purity. 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 Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So today we are going to go to number four. How to increase your shine. Number four. Or for those of you who are just starting today, number one. For some of you, but it is number four. Number four is faith. Tell somebody faith. 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 You increase your shine by faith. By faith. Why faith? Why faith? Now you understand this that you are not a luminous body. If that makes sense. You are not you are not uh, you're not a, like a light bulb. You are not luminous. So nobody sees your shine. You are not glowing. I mean I know you are glowing, praise God, hallelujah. <laughs> but then you are not glowing like this, right? So it is easy for you to be told that you are not shining. Because you are not luminous. So the way to increase your shine is to do it by faith. You got to know that you, you have to know who you are. That's knowledge. Then, because faith comes from what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as I'm telling you that you are meant to shine, it is your season to shine. You have to have faith that God intends for you to shine, for you to stand out everywhere you go. 
Because darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. How do you be, you are a person, you are in the world and there is darkness and other people are being covered by deep darkness and suffering and then you think all of a sudden that yours is supposed to be different. By faith. Because you have to understand who you are and you know who your father is. Hear me. Because darkness will try to encroach your vicinity. It will try. It will try. Darkness always tries to force itself. Even now that we have light. If you look around some places, it looks a little darker. Why? Because every place where there is uh, obscurity, darkness invades that area. It forces itself. So you've got to shine. You need faith to shine. You need what faith? Tell your neighbor you need faith. You shine by faith. You've got to believe it. You've got to believe it. Hebrews chapter number 11 verse number 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 6. A lot of people, some people don't believe that God called them to shine. Now you may hear this and when you leave from here and go out, the devil slaps you with something or life hits you. Oh, Pastor, we are all humans. We are all meant to just suffer. You know, I was trying. No, 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 no. He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Question to you. Who said arise shine? Okay, who said you are the light of the world? He said you are a city set on a hill which cannot be hidden. So if you are not shining, you are not pleasing him, right? He said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe. Must what? Believe. You must believe that he is. That he who said, arise, shine, for your light has come. He is. You must first believe that he is. He said, arise. I will make you shine. Arise, shine for your light has come. He is your light. He is your glory and the lifter up of your head. So you must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. Now, hold on. He says, he is, comma. So you, the first part you must believe is that he is. He is God. But not just that. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. When you believe that he is, your disposition changes. When you believe that he is a rewarder, your actions change. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. My rewarder is here. Are you hearing me, somebody? I am not rewarded by man, I'm rewarded by God. So I do not shine based on the applause of men or the opinions of men. I shine based on the word of God. Hallelujah. It is my season to shine. It is your time to shine. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So you must have faith. You must believe that this God who created you, who called you, meant for you to shine. Must have faith. Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. You must believe. Why we go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2? The psalmist said this. I would have lost heart. Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. In the land of the living. I would have lost heart. Unless I had believed. You know why the psalmist was saying that? Because the enemies were too many. 
there was trouble on every corner. That all of a sudden, he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 27. The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the enemies come against me, my foes will eat up my flesh. They stumble and fell. Verse 3. He says, though an army may encamp. In other words, I'm not discounting that they are there. He said, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Hallelujah. And in verse 4, he says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, for in the time of trouble, now hear me, there's a time called time of trouble. You remember I said darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the people? For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. I am exempted from the trouble that is coming. Oh, are you hearing me somebody? You are exempted. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set my feet high upon the rock. And see what verse four, 6 says. And now, not later on. Now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around. Oh, hallelujah. Therefore, I offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Praise God. So when you know it's your season of shining, no matter what is happening, you don't become gloomy. Some people, their moods change. They have mood swings. When the attacks become much, you just see it on their face. You know they are under attack. That's how some believers their lives are. Glory! Glory! They're very soon. Pastor, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Your life doesn't swing with what is happening in the world. Have faith in God. In every season, he's the God of the mountain, he's the God of the valleys. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, when you go through the fire, it will not consume you. He's there with you. When you go through the waters, it will not overshadow you. You will not be drowned. He's there with you. When you're on the mountaintop, he's there with you. When you're in the valleys, he's there with you. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 2. You want to see the importance of faith here. I love this Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. He says, for indeed the gospel. What, what is pastor preaching to you today? Is the gospel. The gospel truth. He said, for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. Now hear me because this is what is going to make a difference in your life. The gospel was preached to us as well as to them. As you are now all sitting down and hearing this gospel, you are going to decide what you want to believe. But the word which they heard did not benefit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. So as you're hearing this, it is being mixed with faith. Benefits are coming to you. Faith is what extracts glory to you. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said faith is what extracts. It's what takes the glory of God. Extracts it and puts it in your life. Faith. 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 
How many of you have eaten honey? Honey? Have, have you ever seen how honey is made? It's made by bees. Bees will sting. They, they can sting you. They, they have something little. It's made in a comb. A honeycomb. They come make their honeycomb. If you know how... The, the, the honey is there in the comb. It is extracted. In fact, people who rare bees, who grow bees, or who, um, how they call it again, the, 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 the bee farmers, the honeycomb is there. They extract the honey, they leave the comb, and the bees come back and make some more, fill it up. It takes faith to extract the glory out of life, into your life. Hallelujah. For the, indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them who had it. Have faith in God. Tell your neighbor, my faith is growing. My light is shining brighter because my faith is growing stronger. As I'm growing stronger in faith, my light is shining brighter. Hallelujah. I will not relent in faith. No, I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not. Faith. That was uh, what? That was number five. Yeah, that was number. Oh, faith was number four. Okay. So we still have some more to go. Okay. Without faith, your life becomes hopeless. Without faith, your life becomes hopeless. You would think that you are like like everybody. The Bible says you are in the world, but you are not of the world. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. My little children, you have overcome the world. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Question to you. Are you seeing he who is in you? Your eyes, the optical eyes, do not see he who is in you. So you see it with the eyes of faith. Through the eyes of faith, the eyes of the spirit. And that is how you overcome the world. Praise God. Why? Because the greater one lives in you. The greater one lives in you. You are an overcomer. The Bible says you are more than conquerors. You are not conquerors. You are more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are more than a conqueror. So whatever comes, you conquer. You are more. You are an overcomer. Praise God. I say you are an overcomer. Praise God. So no matter what obstacle comes your way, you are only going up. You are only going up. You are only going up. Every obstacle that comes your way is a stepping stone for a higher height. People who have faith, they are never moved by what comes their way. You are only going up. Higher. 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 Imagine you live with that kind of mentality. The devil is in trouble. You have this kind of mentality. The devil is in because he will get tired. He said, what is it? I cannot do anything to this one that will affect them adversely. I am shining. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You are shining. You are shining. It's your season to shine. Number five, walk in the light. When you have faith, you walk in the light. Tell your neighbor, walk in the light. It is not just enough for you to know that there is light. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come. Light can come and you 
not walk in it. The Bible says that this is a condemnation. That light has come into the world, but men love darkness because their deeds were evil. They love darkness. So I urge you walk in the light. John chapter 12, verse number 35. Jesus speaking, he says this. Then Jesus said to them, a little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light. Lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. He can easily get lost. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. Let's read it again, verse number 35. Jesus said to them, Jesus said to them, and he is saying to you today, a little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. Tell your neighbor, walk in light. Walk in the light. Walk in the light. Walk in the light. Don't walk in darkness. Because if you walk in darkness, you will stumble. People who stumble, they usually walk in darkness. If you're walking in if we just turn off the light in this room and, you know, shut off the lights completely and tell you to go, you don't know, you may hit yourself on chairs, you will stumble. So while the light is there, you can see yourself, your places clearly. Walk in the light. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. Walk in the light. Your light is here. Walk in it. Tell your neighbor, walk in it. Walk in the light. Walk in the light. Have, have you all ever seen, um, they call it spotlight. Okay? The spotlight shines on a spot, right? A particular spot. But if you don't walk, it, it just remains on that spot. When you walk, it follows you. You know, some of you haven't, the light has, you are waiting for the light to go, then you will follow. No, the light is waiting for you to go. Go, 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 go. It will follow you wherever you are going to. Walk in the light. The spotlight, you know, it doesn't just shine on one spot. It is meant to shine on one. It is meant to highlight a particular spot. But as you go, it goes with you. It follows you where you go. Walk in the light. First John, first John chapter First John chapter 1 verse 5 to 7. First John chapter 1 verse 5 says, This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Hold on. That word is very loaded. It didn't say we do not have the truth. It didn't say we do not know the truth. It said we do not practice the truth. We do not practice the truth. If we say that we have fellowship with him and then we walk in darkness, we are lying and we do not practice the truth. Walk in the light. How you walk in the light is to be a practitioner of the truth. Are you hearing me somebody? Walk in the light. Verse 7, 
But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ's son cleanses us all from all sin. Hallelujah. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. In other words, our relationship with one another will be very strong if we walk in the light. Our relationship, we will have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus will cleanse us from all sin. When you walk in the light, mistakes, tumbles don't happen in the light. If you walk in the light, you stumble. Somebody will catch you. But if you are in here alone, nobody even knows to catch you. Nobody even knows to help you. You see, you stumble by people in the light. They see you. They don't let you fall. But if you are alone in the darkness, or even if you are here with people, and you are walking in darkness, and there is darkness in that place, you stumble, you will fall. You may sprain your ankle, you may break a bone, but you will fall because you are in darkness. Are you hearing me, somebody? Walk in the light. Walk in the light. Finally, the final part, or the the last, number six, the final one for today, number six, is be a soul winner. Tell somebody, be a soul winner. winner. Say, Pastor, how how did that feature in? Don't worry, I'll show you a scripture. Remember I told you that the scripture would do the work. Be a soul winner. It is your time to shine. How do you increase? What are we talking about? How to increase your shine, right? How to increase your brightness. Do you know that soul winning increases your brightness? Time doesn't permit me today to really uh, delve into some things with you about soul winning. But there is a crown that you will get in heaven. It's called the soul winner's crown. Soul winner's crown. Not everybody will get it because not everybody is a soul winner. It is for soul winners. It's a crown in heaven. You get your crown as a believer. But there's a crown that will be given to people with distinction for soul winning. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Let's read this together. This is so good. We're going to read it together. When you're ready and your eyes are up on the screen, then we'll read. Okay. A lot of you are ready. Some of you are not ready yet. We're going to read it together. Daniel chapter chapter 12. I'm waiting for those who are saying they're not ready. Okay. You're getting ready. Let's look at the screen together. One, two, go. Those who are wise. Okay. Hold on right there. It says those who are shall shine. Did he say they will pray to shine? They shall shine. Like the brightness of the firmament. Okay, so how do we know those who are wise? Let's continue reading. And those who turn many. So wisdom is one of the things that makes you shine, right? Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. It says... And those who turn many to righteousness, like the stars, forever and ever. In other words, soul winning increases your luminosity. It increases your brightness. It makes it shine forever and ever. Hallelujah. It's not I, I used to win souls. It's not I used to. 
soul winning. It increases your intensity, the brightness of your light. Every soul you win, there's an amplification of your light. There's an intensity of light that is added to you. The span of your light is increased forever and ever. Like the stars. If you know how far the stars are from the earth. You know the stars are further than the moon? You know there's a saying that is popular but the saying is not correct. They say shoot for the moon. If you miss it you'll fall land on the stars. It's not true. Have you ever heard that? Shoot for the moon. If you miss it you'll land on the stars. If you shoot for the moon, if you miss it, you will fall on the earth. <laughs> the stars are further, further than the moon. But even though the moon is closer, and because the moon is closer, that's why you see the moon looks bigger. The moon is closer. You know the moon doesn't actually uh, gives light. The moon doesn't have light. The moon reflects light. When it is aligned to the sun, it reflects the brightness of the sun. <laughs> and that's how we are as believers. We reflect the light of the sun. Of the great one. When we align with him. Our light just shines. But he said you will shine like the stars. Now imagine the moon. When the moon is bright. The stars are still above the moon. They are still shining. Are, you can see, see them standing out. Some places. Wow. So soul winning increases your shine. It makes your glow. It makes your glow. Your radiance. It increases your radiance. It makes you glow. It says those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen. Ever and ever. You know, we're talking about Michelle this morning. But you see, Miss Odilia got a credit, part of the credit. Why? Because she's shining. She gets to partake of the beauty of what her invite, her convert is doing. Because you cannot remember one without the other. Hallelujah. So you want to increase your brightness? Be a witness for God. Start winning souls for God. Don't win them to darkness. Because if you take them to darkness, then your light is diminished. Your light is diminished. That's why you don't become a convert. You be a, a worker of good works. Not, you know, one who takes people to, to, to darkness. That's why Jesus, he told the Pharisees, he said, you are like your father, the devil. He says, you win some people to, you bring some of them to church, then you make them ten times children of darkness than yourself. Ten times children of darkness than yourself. That's why you you have to be careful. Don't use church as a place where you recruit people for dark works, for evil. Are you hearing me, somebody? As a place where you recruit gossip bodies, people we can gossip with. You did not know them from Adam. You met them in church. Then the, that church where you met them become the subject of your gossip. You know, I don't like the way that pastor is just talking, you know. Uh, or somebody introduced you to. Then now you two gang up. Ah, it's evil. It's not good. Are you hearing me, somebody? 
Oh, I love Pastor Blaze. He just talks some very practical things. Very practical things. Amen. I think my time is up. My time is up. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, it is your time to shine. And to increase your brightness. To increase your brightness. Increase your brightness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I've shared with you some things that will help you. Will help you in your work with God. Will help you on your daily uh, work with God. God has ordained. Now hear me. You know, it pains me when I see believers who just think this thing we're doing is just part of... uh, You know, we just have to do it. Well, let's just go to church today. It's Sunday. Let's go and check our names. No, don't do that. Let's go there because if they don't see... No, 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 don't do that. This Christianity is a life. It's not a lifestyle. It is life. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. God wants to live through you and in you every day. Every day. You don't only become a Christian when you come to church. Every day, every place where you are, your light is to shine. Hallelujah. So when you live from here today, everywhere you go, you know you are shining. You are representing somebody. You are a carrier of his glory. His glory should exude through you. His presence should be seen in you. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You should be shining everywhere you go. If there is a problem somewhere, you don't just feel sorry for people. Give me some time. Let me pray. Let me pray to my God. You see, that's the, that's a conviction that people like Daniel them had. When difficult, when people had dreams that they couldn't have interpretations, they said, give me some time, let me seek the face of my God. When Joseph was in Egypt and the magicians couldn't interpret the dream of Pharaoh or couldn't even tell him his dream, he said, let me talk to my God. And he began to download information from the heavens, from the heavenlies, from the giver of all good gifts, from the one who knows all, from the omniscient God. God began to give him insights into realities. That's how he, sh- he was shining. Even though he was a slave boy and so disadvantaged, but the glory of God became his advantage. His advantage. Are you hearing me, somebody? The light of God in your life can become your advantage at your place of work, in the society, in the community, where people look down on you. They may look at you and think you are deficient, but because of God in you, you shine. Will you rise to your feet uh, this morning as we close? I'm determined to make a difference. I'm determined to shine. I'm determined for God to be glorified in me. Determined. I'm determined. Nothing will hold me back. Nothing will limit me. I will not limit myself. I will not limit myself. Lift up your voice to God and just thank Him for His Word. Thank Him for His Word. Thank Him for His Word. Lord, I thank You for Your Word says it is my season to shine. Thank you for your glory. Oh, thank you for your beauty. Beautify my life. Uh, making me shine everywhere I go. Lift up your voice to heaven. Lift up your voice to God. 
Lekreis ilabarodo shata Pravedeis abrahadere ababasha Father we worship you We thank you for your beauty Thank you for your glory Thank you Thank you for your glory in our lives Thank you oh God Shabahata Labradebo shatabahasege Merevei sebreheta Lebron sabahata Sibreheda bahata Mendele pregede abahashila bahata Zuzi sambrai videsh Lakrabado shabaha Dobrokodo boshata Mendele sebrehete Zigorobo shabahata Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Man toloro sobrohoto brokodo boshata bahata we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We glorify you, Lord. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Just lift up your hands to heaven. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for your word. I have shed the word you have put in my mouth for your people. And Lord, you declare that it is our season of shining. It is our time of shining. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. That Lord God, because you are our glory and the lift out of our heads. Everyone whose light has diminished. Let your glory be intensified in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Everyone that the enemy has risen against to diminish. Lord God, to cause their heads to be bowed. I pray that you lift up our heads in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let obscurity run away. Let darkness flee because of your presence in our lives. In the name of Jesus. As for these ones, they are blessed. Lord, as for these ones, they are blessed. As for these ones, they are blessed. They are blessed beyond a curse. Lord, they are meant for, oh God, your glory. Your power will be visible in their lives. Everywhere they go, you cause them to stand out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, set doors open before us. In the name of Jesus, as we step out into the world, let doors of opportunities, doors of glory, doors of advancement, doors of progress be opened unto us. In the name of Jesus, let your power raise us up to places and new heights, new dimensions of glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I thank you because your glory is raising up destiny helpers for us, opening up doors that no man can shut. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Lord, we worship you. Take all the glory and all the honor in our lives. We thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.